Hey, guys, before we start the show, we want to let you know that we are doing a live show in Los Angeles. Saturday, August 26th at 2 p.m. at the Bootleg Theater near downtown Los Angeles. You can find out more information and tickets at bootlegtheater.org. This is Biz. I'm a part-time working mom with a big kid and a little kid. And I'm Teresa. I have a family business, two young kids, and a baby. This is a show about life after giving life. Don't listen with your kids, because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, what do I need to do to get you in this self-care today? Plus, Biz is getting the band back together, Teresa can't get the splinter out, and we talk to Aaron Breed, founder and editor-in-chief of Kazoo Magazine. Woo! Yes! How are you, Teresa? I am physically... Uh... (laughs) Like, not well. Oh. Due to something that happened this morning. Ooh, do tell. Yeah. So, everything was going fine. It was like, it was like, a, it was like the beginning of a horror story. You know, everything was going all right. It was like a normal morning. It's a normal thing. Everything was totally fine. Everybody was like where they were supposed to be and like getting ready and everybody was happy and we were doing our thing. Nice. And then it was about 15 minutes till go time and Grace said, ow, there's something under my foot. I can't walk. So I looked at the bottom of her foot and yes, there was a splinter there in her heel. Sure. And it was way in there, but like the way, and it's small, but it was like up in there the way like something gets into a callus kind Mm. of like, um, it was just kind of, I don't know, it was just in there. You know, like how your bottom of your feet are like the the thicker skin. Harder to get out. It wasn't a concern to me in looking at it. I was like, I know I can get this out, but it's in there. I'm going to have to like take it out, you know? Sure. And she's like, okay, you know? Right. So I go to take it out with the tweezers, and she starts freaking out sure. immediately. Because um, I'm having to kind of dig. Dig. You, know, you got to dig. Skin. Like, I know that it, I can imagine how it would feel on my own foot. Sure. It's not the worst thing, because that's pretty tough skin there. Yeah. But you're kind of digging. You got to dig know? around. And that's not a good feeling no. to a kid, no. I assume. Also, just the vision of digging. I mean, as soon as you described yeah. where it was, digging came into my mind exactly. immediately. You that's gotta what you're doing. get in there. Yeah. 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 And so, so she's flipping out and she's wiggling. And I'm like, all right, what do you need to, in order for us to be able to do this? Because we got to get it out so you can go go be on your way. Sure. And um, she's like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. So I'm like, all right. So I give her. Oh, she wanted to play uh, an animation app on my phone. Sure. So I'm like, great. You can do that. That'll give you something to focus on. That still doesn't work. So then I give her, I figure out that I still have a lollipop left (laughs) from that bag from Valentine's Day that I then used for Easter. There's still one left. (laughs) I'm like, all right, you're going to have this lollipop while I do this, while you're playing your animation app, and that's going to be great. Great. She's still losing her mind. Losing her mind. Tears, everything. And by now, I've already started getting it out, and I'm like, it's so close, Grace. Like, you're doing great. We're yeah. so close. Like, you really just need to... Don't look at me. Don't talk about... You know, just do what you're doing. And she can't... Yeah. And I'm like... And I'm like, 
we just have to. And so Jesse's like across the room eating his breakfast. I'm like, Jesse, I need you to come hold hold her. And he's like, okay, I know. So he comes over. He sits down. She sits on his lap, and he's like holding her in like a hug, like and a idea, loving hug. The idea was like physical support because I can't be that physical support right. while I'm working on the foot. No, but it's also kind of to hold her still. Yeah, you know, sure, and. It just escalates everything. Like, it doesn't really help at all. Everything gets worse. She starts screaming, no, no, no. She's screaming, like, bloody murder yeah. at this point. And Jesse's just holding her. And I'm I'm trying to talk her through it. Like, hun, if you if we don't do this right now, like, deep breaths, if we don't do this right now, you're going to be stepping on it all day today. It's yeah. going to be way worse. If you just let I'm so close. If you just <laughs> let me finish pulling it out, it'll be done. It'll be totally done. She's like, okay, okay, okay. Right, right. And then, no! And she's losing her mind again. And then, like, Jesse and I, we both start, we just, we don't, we don't handle it You well. don't handle we it don't, well. We don't, we, we've been handling it well. Yeah. And then at a certain point, we stop <laughs> handling it well. And We're so, exiting the handling it well freeway, yes, everybody. Yes. <laughs> and so, basically, oh, and then Oscar comes over and does Ooh. the, like, elbow on my shoulder oh. thing. Like, I'm just going to lean in what are you doing? and check out what's going on over here. And I'm physically like, Oscar, do not touch me right now. <laughs> do not touch me. Poor Curtis is, like, sitting there in his little baby chair, like, right next to all this activity. Like, yeah, just absorbed, watching. Yeah. <laughs> and Jesse and I and Grace are the three of us now just screaming oh, at each other. God. All three of us oh, are screaming at each oh, other. My. Wow. And I finally just went, okay. We're done. We're not. We're not gonna do it. We're not doing it. And so, because I'm like, yeah, I can't yeah, do yeah, it. Fuck I this. I, I'm like trying to hold her. Foot it's still. not a bullet wound. No. There's not it's, venom no. coursing through exactly. her leg. I'm just like, we're done. Fuck this is not. Yeah. I'm. I wish we had not stuck it. I, I yeah. kept pushing it because I kept sure. thinking we're gonna get to the point where I'll just get it and right. it's done. But no, it's just not mm. fucking no. happening. So we walk, we break, we break up. Grace wants a hug. I hold her. I give her a hug. She's calming down. Then she wants to know what happened to her lollipop. The lollipop Jesse has thrown away because that's over. Because she's not, she wasn't eating it. And she was losing her mind. And we weren't getting the splinter out. So he has thrown it away. He didn't say anything, but that's where I know it's gone. She starts losing her melting, mind because she still hasn't recovered no. from the trauma. Plus, there was a lollipop. There was a lollipop, and now it's different gone. Things, yeah. And it had been in her hand, but sure. somehow now it's gone. Sure. And it's really gone. Oh, it's gone. And she's moaning. I mean, she's like full ten level oh, tears, my moaning, goodness. and it's lollipop. <laughs> and she's. So devastated about this lollipop, <laughs> and I'm I'm raging now. Oh, now yeah, you're I'm raging because I can't hear it anymore. I tried to make yeah. it stop by ending the splinter thing, but it's not ending. No, it's over. I, I can't. It's over. There's nothing more for me to do, and yet it goes on. Yeah. So I I'm like I'm doing my deep breathing because I feel like yeah. punching a wall. Oh at this yeah. Point. And then like you know because there's a, there's, there's other people needing things. That I'm trying to get yeah. them ready to leave. They need yeah. to leave. Yeah. Can I'm I trying have to some get a water and ice. No. Right. I mean. It was so done. Oh, and then, you know, they, they did, they recovered, they left, they went, yeah. you know, Jesse dropped people off this morning and he said everybody was happy and yeah. fine when he was dropping them off, which great. Good. But I, I'm You're not okay. like, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm hurting yeah. because it was too, too much. much, way too much. That is exhausting. It was. That's exhausting and like emotionally. Yes. 
and for nothing. Exactly. Yeah. in her for, fucking foot. Oh, yeah. That shit's going to fester out. Yeah. I just, that is what I say to my kids. I'm like, we're going to let it fester. Yeah. <laughs> just like, just because it's too fucking much. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Thank you. I am very sorry. <laughs> Thanks, Biz. How wow. are you? <laughs> I am all right. I'm here. Uh, I am, uh, for, I, I keep going back and forth between, is this a good decision or is this a bad decision? But my old sketch comedy group, Meet, is uh-huh. going to get back together Aww. in Portland this summer That's for a great. Portland sketch comedy festival uh, in July. And uh, I'm kind of excited yeah. about it. But I mean, it's been so long since we performed together. And it is like, it, it feels like such a different world to me yeah. at this point. Yeah. And, you know, like we're doing a couple of classics. Uh, a couple of cla- No one's writing a new fucking sketch. That's not true. We are writing one sketch <laughs> in which our yeah. a cappella punk band oh. is playing at Donald Trump's inauguration. Good. Uh, it seems fitting. Uh, we, we may be out of touch. Who knows? <laughs> I'm trying to decide. Donald Trump is a thing. He is a that's, thing. That's, that's kind of Yeah, I know. You know, it's one of those things where you're like, is this a good idea? Yeah. Is it a bad idea? Do we, you know, is it, are we literally too old for this shit? Yeah. I don't How about know. this? Do you want to do it? Yeah. So that's where I keep yeah. going back to is I have missed as a parent in my, in my life that I lead now, I speak of my many different lives, in the current life that I am leading, I do miss these ladies, and I miss being on stage with these ladies. Mm-hmm. So uh, I am really looking forward to just having a good time yeah. uh, with them. Good. Uh, it feels like some sort of, of deep self-care, which I nice. feel like plays into what we're talking about today. Yeah. Uh, and and that's what we're going to talk about today, which is what does it, we, we, what does it take to get you to actually... Take some self-care. Please, take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice. Biz and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. Teresa. Yes. Self-care. Mm-hmm. We may have talked about it on the show a few times. We may have. It <laughs> may have come up pretty much every week every for week. the last, like, at least two years of the show. But, it, but here's the thing. We were, you and I actually went out. We haven't gone on a walk in a very long time. Yeah. And we were actually out walking the other day. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about self-care. And and I, it just very naturally came up that we talk a lot about self-care. Mm-hmm. But are we doing it? Mm-hmm. And what, like, the question came up. What would it actually take? Yeah, <laughs> to do self care to make you to actually make you do actually it. Actually, do it. Yeah. So before we get, we should it, also sorry. We should also be clear. We were on a walk together, but that was a business meeting. It was a business meeting. We like, were. In we fact, were. Having, you could say like, oh, well, we were having self care. I we, don't really. That's really right. Think so. We were talking. We were there because we had to, to meet, meet about something. That's right. And and, and <laughs> cramming sure, we a like meeting. Each other. We like walking, but no, we right. that was work. Cramming a meeting. It's like a. It's like a, a self care enchilada is not what it was. Right. Like cramming work yes. into a shell. Yeah. Of walking. Right. Not the same thing. So I want us to start. Actually, I feel like it's important before we get into the question, the serious question. <laughs> What would it take? How much 
Does somebody have to pay you <laughs> to fucking take care of yourself? Um, let's define self-care for the point of this conversation. Okay. Because I, I, we, we've touched on it a little bit, but I, I really think we need to be clear that self-care is not going to the store by yourself or, or you know, uh, getting yourself uh, something nice on Amazon. Actually, a, a, a listener just coincidentally had sent uh, me an email about a topic and it, it fell into this. And it was, she had heard about this on a, on a different podcast uh, called Dear Prudy, where that person was talking about self-care versus self-indulgence, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, I just need something to feel better. So I'm going to watch TV tonight. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have that glass of wine tonight. I'm going to um, buy something. I'm going to, we do these little things mm-hmm. and we're calling it self-care, mm-hmm. but it's really more of a quick self-indulgence that doesn't actually provide long-term mm-hmm. care, mm-hmm. right? And and I feel like there's a validity to those choices, especially during the first couple of years of having a kid where we just don't have the time. And sometimes we're like, you're trapped under a kid for like all day or you're not getting enough sleep. A 30-minute show is absolutely feels like valid self-care, right? Yeah. And, or getting time to go to the grocery store can feel like self-care because you're just away from what is your normal a mm-hmm. little bit. And so I, I don't want to say that I'm I'm knocking that. Those mm-hmm. are valid things. Mm-hmm. But I think as we progress along, we fall into the trap of those types of actions feeling like they take the place of true self-care, which to me would be like, taking an art class, going back, you know, studying something you want to, doing a weekly yoga pro, like whatever, something that's mm. truly restoring you, mm. truly making you feel restored. Yeah. Right? Uh, I feel like it involves consistency, uh-huh. that kind of self-care. Does that make sense? Am I... I mean... I, am I wrong on no, that? you're not... You're not, I'm not wrong. You're not wrong. But am I... Is it... Am I looking at this... How am I looking at this? How how do you see this? Okay, so I like the idea of this being a progression, like Mm -hmm. based on ages of your kids and just what's going on in your Mm -hmm. life. But I really, I really hesitate to say some anything isn't self care, and this is why. Okay, when I hear you say going to the store by yourself isn't self care, for me, I can think of at least one example where I would categorize it as self care. For example. Um, there have been some times, you know, I have some part-time babysitter help. Right. Um, and then my kids are at school sometimes. Um, and there have been a few times in the beginning of early days of Curtis's life mm. where I had a choice. I could either use this babysitter time to get some work done that I needed to do, or I could use it to go to the grocery store by myself before I pick up Oscar. Right. And with my neck... Um, injury the way it's been and like my body just being really tired tired and kind of like weak and I'm trying to like work on helping my body feel better it was self-care for me Mm. to say I'm going even though this is maybe putting me at a disadvantage in other ways or maybe I could feel guilty that I'm using babysitter time to go to the grocery store by myself when I could totally go with my kids I'm just gonna do it because yeah. this is self-care. This is me thinking, like, what is going to take care of me right okay. now in All this right. moment? Do you I, know what I yes, mean? Like, no, I 100% hear you, and you are correct. And I think 
I think I was sort of making a stern generalization because I am now with the slightly older kids. Yeah. And I no longer want the grocery store right. to be my self-care. Right. You but, want more, which but, is good. Yeah, but I but I agree with you and I and, and I think what we were trying to take the beginning was at the beginning, those are valid, right? Like those are valid. Yeah. The, the store, the watching TV. They're, they're valid. There is and, and sometimes they're they are a placeholder for later. Like mm, I I that's find nice myself like I find myself thinking like even if I can't take half a day to right. like go hiking by myself and like you know right. what I mean like right it, right now if I'm in a self-care frame of mind I'm making little choices throughout the day mm. of little ways that I can do nice things for myself okay so that I feel cared for it's like it's not even really it almost doesn't matter what you're doing if it makes you feel that you are caring for yourself. And I okay. think that's, like, where we get into, like, some iffiness around, like, eating junk food or, like, watching TV or whatever. Because some of those things, we might feel, like, for a second, like, oh, it's self-care. I can do this. Right. But then you might kind of know that's actually going to make me feel shittier right. than if I did this, made this other choice. And so the, I think the real question is not, like what the activity is. It's like, is this going to make me feel really cared for? I'm caring for myself mm. in a real way right now. I am so glad Teresa co-hosts the show. It's <laughs> <laughs> me. Because, but you know what? Because you're right. Because I have been, uh, I would say this year, I sort of wrestled with that, like, I was doing the, like, I'm going to watch television and I'm going to, you know, have the extra glass of wine or the whatever. And... It wasn't making me feel good. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was like, this is not productive. Like, like I had visions of how I wanted to be spending that mm-hmm. time, whether it be sewing or reading or, um, you know, walking or mm-hmm. hiking or, you know, taking a class, something. I had visions of what I wanted to do with that time, but I, it was very easy to surrender to the, I'm really tired. I'm just going to sit here and watch yeah. the TV. Yeah. And then... I would go to bed and then I wouldn't be able to go to sleep because I'd be wrestling with, well, I'm just wasting, you know, like it's yeah. not making me, if if my choices are making me then question themselves right. later, yeah. it's probably not the best choices, right? right. So, yeah. which leads to the question of, well, then why, what will it take yeah. to get me to put the clicker down, for yeah. example, and go just into the other room to sew, yeah. right? Like what keeps us from doing, from taking care of ourselves. What would it take, right? And I I ask this literally for just you and I. Mm -hmm. So let's, let's act, because I I, I can't, we can't speak to what other people are doing in terms of their self-care, though I am sure everybody can relate to, I'm not doing the thing that I would like to do for Mm -hmm. whatever it is. So let's just start with, do you feel there's something you're not, doing to like self-care wise for yourself do you Mm -hmm. feel like there's something you should be working towards or do you have like a personal goal of self-care or that you feel is missing are you wrestling with that right now totally okay Uh, yeah yeah all right yeah I mean I I think I'm always wrestling with right yeah me too I think and I think most people like we always have something we want for ourselves yeah and that's probably a good way to be yeah um I think for me right now, it's I really want to find time to be running again yeah, regularly. I'm, like, I miss my running yeah. so much. Like, I, I physically miss it. Like, yeah. I, like, want that 
feeling again. Um, and I'm really far out. Like, I'm really, I, I physically need, like, it, w- it will take a lot of walking before I can right. do more than, like, a minute of running at a time, yeah. which is fine. I just want to be doing it. Right. But I can't, I, ha- I have, I don't want to say I can't. I have not mm. made that time in my week. Right. I, and I, the closest I've gotten is a couple <laughs> days ago, I said to myself, okay, where, when can I make that happen? Because I, I think, I think it would feel good if I could do it three times a week, even yeah. a short a short thing. It really needs to be three times a week for me in order to feel like I'm in a regimen right. of it. Um, so when can, what three days a week can I do this? And I'm like trying to visualize my schedule and I'm trying to figure out where it fits in. Yeah. And I'm like, I can see a couple windows, but I just know those are going to get taken up by something work related that's going to come up because right. every week so something far new, yeah. there has been a thing that has filled that window. It's not... Um, it's not like there's a regular appointment at that time, but right. I just know there's a, there's always something, something always that has comes up to happen there. Yes. Um, and so I don't want to delude myself into right. thinking like, oh, I'll do it at this time, and it's just gonna get to, again. It's like the bottom of the list. So like anything that comes up is gonna trump me exercising. Like um, right. So how, how do we get to the top of the list? Like what right. is it that we need? Like right. One thought that came to my mind was, do I need permission? Am I waiting for uh-huh. permission, right? Because, yeah. like, we talk about it in the house, and by talk about it in my house, I mean, uh, like, every six months I explode because I'm not uh-huh. doing it. I'm yeah. like, well, consistently, never yeah. commit to me. I need yeah. a commitment. Yeah. To, but in a way that's sort of asking for permission a little yeah. bit. Like, yeah. And there's lots of times I wrestle and I go, no one's going to give me permission to do right. this. No one's making the commitment. Yeah. I will just have to, you know, I have to carve it out in yeah. this house without asking yeah. anybody else to yeah. accommodate it. Right. Like something else will have to go for me to do, say, the walk three days a week. Right. And I have to just commit to that because no one's going to help me do it. Right. Right. So is it that we're waiting for the help? Mm. Is it that we're waiting on the permission, whether it's our permission or somebody else's permission? Mm -hmm. I also had this thought of, do we just need everybody to go away? Do we need like mm-hmm. people to be gone? Like, is, you know, because I sit there and I think to myself, well, once Ellis is in elementary school, then yeah. I'll be able to like, they'll be both in school yeah. for like this huge chunk of time. Yeah. So I'll wait. Yeah. Until then. Yeah. Because then I'll have all this time yeah. to like work in these things. Yeah. I just have to be patient for my self care. Right. Uh, like, yeah. so like, how do we, what would it take? Mm-hmm. What would it take? And I'm, and I'm yeah, really trying is, to answer that you're question. Right. Yeah, you're right. Because it is, it's it's deluded thinking <laughs> for me to sit here and say, well, you know, if I had these three other chunks of time in the week, like they wouldn't get taken up by something else that right. ne- quote unquote Needs. needed to get done during that time. Correct. So, yeah, I mean, maybe it's, Maybe it takes, like, us calling ourselves out on it a little bit. I think it also takes um, – you and I were joking about, like, we want to get inundated <laughs> with pictures of moms <laughs> doing self-care and having right. a great time. Yeah. Like, just, like, moms, like, out at a concert, like, right. just having an amazing time. On like, a mom weekend away. Yeah, right. like, yeah. moms, like, doing – like, whatever. Like, just – all like all yeah. different types of things like right. fucking skateboarding yeah. or I don't know <laughs> whatever like, it is 
just out in the world. Like I want to like like I I want to like live in this world where that is what I see. That's like, the norm. Yeah, because I think part <sighs> of it is this this idea that um like I mean, it is a lot of work. And in my house, like, you know, I'm married to like a workaholic and he's always kind of, he's really bad at self-care. And so if I'm, if like, we're trying to even things out in terms of who gets to do what, when, like, I'm kind of never, like, I'm never going to have the self-care that I want for myself if I'm trying to match how much self-care he's giving himself. Right. So like, it's, and it's a great point. and, And so like, in a way I have to like, just separate myself from what's going on with him and yeah. just say, I'm going to do this because this is what I need. But it's the same as like looking at other mom friends of mine who are doing all the stuff they're doing. It's like everybody's working so hard all the time. Yeah. And I don't want to say like, I feel that like, like I need to like suffer or something. I just like, I do really want to take self care, but I guess I don't, I guess like, to be honest, I don't want to feel guilty if I do it. So we I don't need to feel absolve like I ha- I don't want to feel like I have it so easy. Well, you know, like, like that I can just well, you, take, you know what I mean? You just got to get to my point where you get so angry that you don't feel like you're getting it enough. Well, that's that, what, yeah, that I literally have because I hear you talk why about. it's so shitty. Like, well, right. Yeah, it shouldn't you have to come to that. Right. Because yeah. it is like no one's going to help me do this. So yeah. I have to do it. And yeah. like, you know, I can no longer be responsible for what Stefan needs. Right. Because yeah. same thing. There's so much travel. There's so much stuff. I can't take the responsibility of making sure he's going to have to figure out where his self-care comes in, you know, too. And it can't come into this time. Right. Because this time is where I have found the time to take it. Right. Right. Like it, it, and and that's not necessarily healthy either, but I, I want to say the other thing where you said, yes, the, I, we, to see lots of moms and dads, doing their self-care to see it for that to be a normal thing to see Mm -hmm. so you wouldn't feel like you were out of line to go do it would be really helpful but then you like to me my first thought was but then I'm going to fall in the trap of they're doing it at me right right? of resentment like how come they get to get their nails done I don't even want to get my fucking nails done but you know what I mean like I feel like Hmm. what it takes Part of what it takes is also getting into that mental place of not feeling guilty, feeling inspired by others who are doing self-care. You're like yeah. When I see people like uh, doing classes, I'm like, oh, a class would be awesome. You know, mm-hmm. I to go back and learn something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or like, you know, do a play again or, mm-hmm. you know, go and do a thing, right? Yeah. Like, I am inspired by that, but my tired old haggard mom brain immediately goes to how come they get the time to how do they make Mm -hmm. that work yeah (laughs) as opposed to hey how'd you make that work (laughs) right right like so that i feel like the journey to figuring out what it would take Uh there are a lot of traps oh yeah right of the the guilt yeah uh of the anger right uh of the uh waiting it's going to well, come. It's going to happen someday. There when... also is genuinely too much to do. Yes. So, like, like, part of, I think, what we're struggling with is, like, it's not just um, I won't prioritize myself. I won't make time for this thing because I'll right. feel guilty. It's, like, 
there are if I do make time for this, something else. Something else really is gonna I agree. not get done. Yes. Like that's real and that's that's a really big problem. Yeah. Like <laughs> I know it is. I don't know how to fix that, but like it's just and I think like hearing you talk about like um if you just if you don't do it every six months you explode. Like right. in that's- a way, I think it's I think it's fair to like help ourselves justify taking that time. If we're saying I'm preventing, yeah, I'm doing this, and I I don't think it should have to be that like to that extent, but like <laughs> that is very real. Yeah. Like I don't know, I think I talked about it on the show like a couple years ago that I like I was so anxious and like pent up after like months and months of feeling terrible yeah. that I like screamed at my mom and threw my phone and that's broke right, it. I remember, yeah, 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 and like that was the thing that like helped me realize I needed to like go to therapy and like yeah. go like take a class on um uh like anxiety yeah. uh management and stuff and that really helped and I shouldn't have it shouldn't have taken that for me to go I guess I have to figure out a way to take care of this problem right it's been like because we move heaven and earth yeah. if we see something for somebody we love that yeah. needs to get help. We do. We, we move totally to heaven do. and earth yeah. to like alleviate schedule issues or, yeah. or or find time to let them pursue a passion yeah. or whatever. And we really do have a hard time doing it with us. And, and to be fair, even when the argument of and the reality of it's there's too much already. So yeah. when one thing goes... It's a big deal. Yeah. I even feel like within that world, how is my life that busy? Right. You know, because I feel like it's not that busy. Yeah. Is it just that I don't want to stay up later? Is it, you know, is it just that like, like how, how is, how is it that it feels like a day feels so rushed and compacted already when if I write it out, it's not. You know, so like it's a really hard. I wonder if like incorporating self care into your day would actually make your day feel less busy. Well, I, yeah, like, I wonder. You know, you because know? some people yeah. have mastered that. It's the yeah. gym or it's the class. Like this, they yeah. worked it in somehow. Whatever the self care is. Yeah. You know, but if we go back to the question again, the the answer to what it would take to get us into some self care is the one that we're not answering. Right, and that would be. A fuckload more money, a fuckload more health, right? <laughs> Not a fuckload more, right? You know everything, right? Right? Even like, then, being <laughs> ourselves, wouldn't we just take on more? Like, well, I, I, I think know, that because that's, you choose it that you say that's what oh, you do. If when I you had get... more babysitter time, yeah. or if they were in school, yeah. or if we had more money, yeah. or like five hundred more square feet, or right. you know, we live by a lake, or we the ifs come in, and yeah. you think, well, this I would. I yeah, would have more time, have, but you. D- but it would just absorb. Yeah. But you're right. You're right. Our, and it's not that it's just getting absorbed. It's that we feel more free to take more on. Right. Because we're used to living at this level of, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Of insanity. Yeah. Basically. Like this is what we're living at. Right. So this is this is our norm. So so we need to make self care part of our norm. So. I don't know how. What will it take? I don't know. <laughs> Damn it. I was Fuck. really hoping we were going to come out of this talk with an answer, just like we do every week <laughs> with every topic we bring in.
One Bad Mother is supported in part by Care.com. Care.com is incredibly easy to use to find people to help you, guys. They provide housekeepers, dog walkers, tutors, errand runners, senior care, and of course, child care. And they kind of specialize in last minute care. And all you got to do is go online, sign up for the premium membership, which is what Teresa and I both have, which is really great. And boom, put your zip code in. Boom, care providers. Boom, background checks. It's like they're putting the care in your self-care plan. To save 30% off a Care.com premium membership, visit Care.com slash badmother when you subscribe. That's Care.com slash badmother for 30% off a premium membership. Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. Genius fail time, Teresa. Genius me. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius. So, um, picture this. It's a weekend morning. Your three-and-a-half-year-old is making you want to lose your mind. Mm. So your partner says, hey, I'll take that kid. Out of the house. Mm. We'll go do something for a while. Huh. That's pretty great. Yeah. So I was at home with Grace and the baby, and the baby was super chill and, like, taking a nap and whatever. Grace and I made pancakes. Yep. We were having, like, a nice time. And then we're sitting down to eat our pancakes. The baby kind of wakes up right then. I'm like, oh, would have been nice to have, like, five more minutes, eat my pancakes, whatever. <laughs> That's fine. I get the baby. We're sitting there. We're kind of eating. A reminder on my phone goes off. That the dogs have a grooming appointment Ah. in, like, four minutes. Of course. Because it's that 10-minute reminder that's totally unhelpful if you have to, like, go anywhere. (laughs) But also, I hadn't noticed it right away. Sure. So um, it's in four minutes. And, like, there was a time where I would have just said, I don't know how I can... Like, I can't get the dogs and the kids into the car, drive over there, get the dogs brought yeah. in. I can't, I can't do that in time. But the grooming place that we use, which is, like, the one they're comfortable at, is, like, it takes forever to get an appointment, and they, like, really need it. So I was like, Ugh! And then I was just like, you know what? This is not that hard. I can totally do yeah. this. And, like, it's not very far away. We're totally going to be, like, maybe four minutes late or something. Yeah. So I just said, Grace, don't finish your pancakes right now. Like, Stop eating your pancakes. Get in the car. I got the baby in the car. I brought the dogs out to the car. There was, like, a, somebody surveying the property across the street. So yeah. the dogs are freaking out. Sure. I put them in the car. We drive over there. I bring them in. Um, and it was, like, totally fine. Yeah. We were on time. I got back in the car. I thanked Grace for being, like, Accommodating. able to, like, yeah. pull it together and just do that. And as I was driving back, I was just like... This is genius because I just did something that, yeah. like, I know I I wouldn't have done before. Right. Like, I know, like, I, I feel like I've, like, I it's the getting really yeah, good at this yeah. thing. Like, this was actually, like, this was something this that was I right. might have been, like, overwhelmed by. But, like, I can do this. Yeah. It's not that hard. You can do this. I did it. Yeah, good job. Yeah, thank you. Good job. Thanks. Uh, so, 
we were running into a situation at the house where, uh, you know, it's me and Ellis and Katie Bell for dinner every night. Uh, and Ellis, out of like, you know, sometimes like habits and routines just come out of nowhere and you didn't plan them to happen. But mm-hmm. he would finish dinner really early uh-huh. and can I go play? Yeah, okay. Yeah. And then that evolved to... Can I go play? All right, it's time for bath, and then massive meltdown. Right, because he was playing. Because he was playing, uh-huh. and I was like, "Oh, we know. I mean, I, you yeah. know, you're going to take the bath. Yeah. That's what happens after dinner." And we went through the whole like, I tried. Hey, every couple of minutes, uh, don't forget, it's almost time for bath. You have like two more minutes. Mm-hmm. You have one more minute. And he had even suggested ringing a bell, like they do at school. So I was mm-hmm. like, ding, ding, ding! I'm gonna ring the bell. And we would like literally, he'd leave the table. He'd say, "Can I go play?" And I'd say, "Yes," but you understand. That in five minutes, I'm going to, when the bell rings, you've got to come to the bath. Yeah. And he's like, yes. So we don't melt down because when the bell rings, what happens? I come take a bath. Mm. Okay. Ring, ring, ring. Ah! Like every, and it was getting really stressful and awful. Uh, and then I was like, uh, I'm just going to move dinner earlier. <laughs> it's just me and the kids. Yeah. It's not like it's affecting anybody. Uh, who cares? Katie Bill and I will still take the same amount of time to eat. Uh-huh. And then Ellis just gets more time to play. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, it's not yeah. like he, he has a smaller has time. Like oh. Now he's just got a little bit more, which now gives me the time to go in and be like, finish the thing that you're doing. I can even start the bath and be like, and then when you're done, join me in the bath. Mm. It's, I mean, we're talking 10 minutes. But it's it all I difference. did, but it has made a huge difference. That's so cool. I felt like that was a genius. Good job. Yes, thank you. Hey, Biz and Teresa, I'm calling with a genius. Um, I decided to have some self-care today, and I sent my three-year-old with my husband and stayed home with my little six-month-old, and literally as soon as I made sure that they drove out of the driveway, I ran to my kitchen, grabbed a bowl and a spoon, went into the freezer, and took out the ice cream. I had fucking ice cream for breakfast this morning and didn't have to explain myself to a goddamn soul. So that's my genius. I hope that everyone's getting some self-care this weekend and just love the show. Thanks, ladies. Bye. See, love it. It is. It, but you know what? This goes back to the beginning, and you're right. Yeah. It's not about does it make you feel good? Yeah. Does it make you feel cared for? Yeah. Does it bring you joy? And I think the real genius in that was I didn't have to explain myself to somebody because, yeah. like, you get kind of wrapped up in this like, is how we all right. behave, yeah. and this is what's normal. <laughs> yeah. Adults eating ice cream at breakfast is not normal, <laughs> right? But, like, just the freedom of, like, I'm going to eat this whole fucking box of fruit roll-ups, yeah. and no one's here to watch me. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. That is good job. Yeah. That is a very, very good, good job. job. Love it. Failures. Fail, 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 fail. You suck. Fail me, Teresa. We have a newish sofa mm. um, that's beautiful, and nice. I love it. Um, <laughs> and Why did you let it in your house? I know. <laughs> um, it's been going fine. Everything mm. was going fine. It was a great morning. It was going great. <laughs> and uh, this was yesterday. And um, towards, like, bedtime, Jesse was taking the kids into their bedroom to, like, get them in bed. And I was sitting on the couch nursing the baby and my feet were up on the couch and my foot felt something wet. And I was like, the couch is wet. Did somebody spill water on the couch? Because I can't see anything on it. Um, And Jesse's like, I didn't spill anything on the couch. And then (laughs) Grace goes, way to to defend yourself, Jesse. Yeah. (laughs) And then Grace goes, Oscar peed on the couch. 
And I'm like, what? what? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, why didn't you say anything? She's like, I don't know. And I'm like, Oscar, did you pee on the couch? And he's like, no. <laughs> and then I'm like, seriously, did you pee on the couch? And he's like, uh, I don't know. It's bedtime. I'm totally delirious. And I obviously peed on the couch. And so it had probably happened like at least an hour oh. earlier. So there wasn't any time to really. To, I mean, we yeah, we you put can, stuff on it. Sure. But it was gone. Like the pee is deep. It's the pee is there. In there. And Hot. it will always be it there. It will always be there. It will always be part of your sofa. Yeah. But I'm so glad that Jesse didn't spill anything on the couch. <laughs> I know. So am I. <laughs> oh, that's awful. Yeah, it sucked. You fucking Ellis just peed. Uh, the peeing. We go for streaks and there's nothing. I know. And it's then like when they do it, it's fun. so surprising. And then all of a sudden you're like, what the fuck? Why would you do like, that? Like the potty is right there. It's right it's there. It's literally right there. You know where it is. You know how to do this. Yeah. You're fucking touching that thing all day long, <laughs> pointing at the toilet. Okay. Uh, my fail is like, guys, this is, it has nothing to do with parenting, really. It has nothing to do with anything. It was just a mistake that I made. So Stefan, back out of town, and uh, I put the kids to bed, and on uh, YouTube, they had put up the first two episodes of Twin Peaks, uh-huh. of the new Twin Peaks. And mm-hmm. I was a fan of the old Twin Peaks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I watched them both. Self-care. Late at night. I thought this was going to be self-care. I watched them late at night on the first night that Stefan left to go to town. Mm. And that shit was fucked up, guys. Mm. And like the first episode, I was like, wow, that was really messed up. That was Mm. very David Lynch. I'll just watch the second one. And then I watched the second one, which was even more screwed up. And then I just like turned it off and it was really late. And I was like, I'm not sleeping tonight. No. And I'm pretty sure I'm going to only dream about the super weird, super surreal shit that David Lynch just yeah. like laid out for me. Yeah. And like, and I have, there's nothing I can grab onto to get these out. Right. And like my children are in the house. Right. And I'm like by myself. Right. And that was just a poor choice. Oh, that's that was awful. an example of the self-care that was not it really was, taking didn't care turn of myself. Out to be self-care. It was not yeah. ice cream for breakfast. No. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I'm calling with a fail. Today I went into my laundry room to change my laundry from my washer to my dryer. And while I was doing it, I was feeling a little smug about how on top of laundry I am right now. As I was putting it into the dryer, I thought, gee, you're not as wet as they normally are. I shrugged and stuck them in the dryer and turned it on. And about 15 minutes later, I thought, hmm, you know, those aren't as wet as they normally are coming out of the washing machine because I forgot to turn on the washing machine. And in fact, they were completely dry and I just put dirty laundry in the dryer. <laughs> I guess this is my life now. Thanks. You're doing a great job. Bye. Welcome to your life now. <laughs> I love it. I love how it dawned on her 15 Way minutes later. later. Like she didn't like further investigate in the moment. Just she the, was just doing it. The problem later, just she's worked like, itself huh, out. Yeah. yeah. It's one of those things where you're like, it's like passing something from David Lynch in your reality and being yeah. like, I'm going to, I see that. Yeah. I'll process that much later. Yeah. It's like a working in my on dreams. A, yeah, my dreams. <laughs> it was dirty laundry. <laughs> and it's telling me to murder. Uh, well, yeah. No, you're doing a horrible job. Yeah. Yeah. This Clearly is so. totally your life. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to your shit show. <laughs> you are the greatest. 
best mom I've ever known. I love you, I love you. When I have a problem, I call you on the phone. I love you, I love you. One Bad Mother is supported in part by The Skim. In 2017, there is way too much going on for one person to keep up with. That's why you need The Skim. It's free, and they give you all the important news and information you need to start your day in five minutes or less. You just get an email. Totally free, you guys. Totally free. It comes to you every morning with style and no BS. You can sign up today at theskim.com slash badmother, and you'll be entered to win a $250 Visa gift card. That's theskim.com slash badmother. That's the skim with two M's spelled the S-K-I-M-M dot com slash bad mother. Sign up right now for the skim. And again, you'll be entered for a chance to win a $250 Visa gift card at the skim.com slash bad mother. One Bad Mother is supported in part by Blue Apron. For less than $10 per person per meal, Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals. Boop, boop, boop. Hello, Internet. Help me provide sustenance for my family. Boom. Ding dong. Blue Apron is here with healthy, organic ingredients, easy-to-follow recipes, And boom, you're cooking and you did something great. And you guys, the recipes are so easy that even I was able to use them. Even Teresa can make food from Blue Apron. And I actually kind of enjoyed it. It's good. I I like putting things in small bowls. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. So check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash badmother. That's blueapron.com slash badmother. Boop, boop, boop. That's how you call the internet. That was cool. Teresa. Yes. Let's call a parent. Great. This week, we're calling Erin Breed. She's worked as editor-at-large at Self Magazine, where she's written over 140 cover stories, as well as senior editor at both Glamour and Women's Sports and Fitness. In addition, she's also written three books, including How to Sew a Button. I love that. How to Build a Fire and How to Rock Your Baby. And in her latest life, she is the founder and editor-in-chief of Kazoo Magazine, a new kind of quarterly print magazine for girls ages 5 to 10 that inspires them to be strong, smart, and fierce. Welcome, Erin. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for joining us. Before we get into Kazoo, uh, I want to ask you what we ask all our guests, which is who lives in your house? I live with my wife, Holly, who's a literary agent, and my two daughters, Ellie, who is six years old, and B, who is not quite two. Oh, six and two. That's mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Or it's not. <laughs> <laughs> they get along great. They just wake up so early. Yeah. Yeah. That's a thing. Do but they go to bed early? They, you know, I try. We always aim for seven, seven thirty. And, you know, as as we creep into summer and it's lighter, longer, yeah. it's a... Uh, it's a battle. Yeah. Oh. A fun parenting battle. <laughs> so let's get in to Kazoo Magazine. So tell us about Kazoo and why you started it. 
Okay. So I started it because I had no idea I wanted to start my own magazine, even though I spent my career working in magazines and writing <laughs> right. for magazines. Um, but one day I went to the bookstore with Ellie to look for something to read. We were picking up some comic books and other books, and we stopped by the newsstand, and we were staring at all the magazines for girls, and they had princesses on the cover. There's My Little Pony oh, yeah. and Frozen. There were <laughs> magazines with dolls on the cover and magazines with little girls, you know, with blush and lipstick on the cover. Right. And um, we left empty-handed. She was totally bored by everything that was there. And as we're walking home, I had this sort of um, simmer happening. I was so angry. It was like, is this honestly the I mean, best we can do? Is this all there is? For, for our daughters to aspire to be. They could, you know, they can be a, a princess or, a, you know, they, they can, can be spend a pony. Their time. <laughs> <laughs> they can be a pony. I hear that's big on the internet. Yeah, I don't yeah know. exactly, yeah. <laughs> They're just as likely to be a pony as they are a princess, right? Yeah, the odds, the odds are pretty equal on that. <laughs> um, so it was just sort of rolling around in my brain, and as I was thinking about it, I was getting angrier and angrier about it. And I was thinking, you know, somebody really needs to do something about this. It's <laughs> awful. Um, and eventually, I realized, I guess that somebody is me. I mean, this is what I this is what I do. This yeah. is, this has been my career. This is what I know. Um, and so we launched a Kickstarter for it because I wanted to make sure there was an audience. Um, and within one month, we closed as the highest funded journalism campaign in crowdfunding history. Nice. Uh, we raised over $171,000 to get us started, and we've been going strong ever since. That was one year ago. That's amazing. You know what? You're, I, I will say it is super aggravating when I go in. Let's say my daughter, who's seven, is sick at home or something. I remember mm-hmm. my mom bringing me home, like, coloring books and magazines from the store. And, you know, I was like, Ranger Rick and like uh, then slightly older you get Tiger Beat right? <laughs> wham I'm looking at wham uh, and, and we're like traditionalists we get the high five and highlights and Ranger Rick come into the house but yes. but you're I mean, you're right it's My Little Pony and like that's barely a magazine right <laughs> that's not at all <laughs> it's just garbage uh, I mean it's enjoyable I, it's like no different than my other garbage that I go by myself sometimes <laughs> It's not inspiring, per se. Right. I mean, and it can be fun, like Princesses and My Little Pony. It can all be fun. Yes. But there is more to think about for girls. And we've offered them the same thing over and over for so many years. And I want to try. I cannot believe it's radical at this point to say, hey, there are other things you can be other than a princess. You can be a scientist. You can be an athlete. You can be a chef. You can be a filmmaker. You can be a writer. Anything. All Um, those ponies prove it. (laughs) <laughs> there, a, there, I don't know if you've watched My Little Pony, but those ponies are diverse in what their abilities are. All right, let's, I, you know what, I, I want to kind of get into this because I, you are correct. Mm-hmm. Everything you just said is 100% correct. Mm-hmm. It is absurd that it is a radical idea to, that girls can be anything that they want to be still. There is a hole that's still there, mm-hmm. and anybody turning on the news today will can can easily point to that this is still a real thing, that, mm-hmm. that there is serious inequality happening and there is mm-hmm. serious uh, just people talking for women and girls all the time. It's, it's deeply upsetting. So when I had my daughter, I always assumed I was having daughters. 
<laughs> no way I'm having boys, guys. I'm having daughters. Uh, and I know exactly what I'm doing with my daughters. And I had mm-hmm. Katie Bell, and I knew exactly what I was doing with her, how I was going to speak with her, how we were going to support her. How My husband's a, you know, staunch feminist. We were, you know, yeah, you want to be a princess? Great. And here are these other things, too. And we're just going to go through all this together. And then I had my son... And I had to do a lot of processing to have, like, to realize that I had no idea what to tell my son. And then I realized I could tell him all the same things I'm telling my mm-hmm. daughter. And mm-hmm. that's how we've been operating. Mm-hmm. So until it comes to things like this, where I'm like, yeah, I need to get this thing for my daughter, right? Mm-hmm. Like, this is something just for her that she needs. And then this other voice says, well, I would never do that for Ellis. I'd never be like, here's, here's your boy thing. Here's your magazine just for a boy. So now part of me, again, realizes that's because there's so much out there for boys, like mm-hmm. automatically. So I just, I find myself constantly in this like internal debate as to what, questioning where I should be on this. Do mm-hmm. I, you know, is it all right for me to give her something exclusively for her? Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, Ellis can read the magazine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, so I just wonder, uh, as you were making this, uh, and just your own experiences, especially in the world of, you know, magazines and editing and this passion of yours, I, I, I just want to kind of talk about it. What do you think about mm-hmm. that? Well, to preface this, just to say that Kazoo, every story in Kazoo is either developed or inspired by top women in their field. So we have writers and artists and athletes and scientists. We've had Margaret Atwood and Jane Goodall and uh, Alison Bechtel and Micheline Tom. I mean, we've had the top women in every field. They're on every page. It's matter of fact. It's just the world we're presenting. Um, It's a world of possibility. And I think it's so important to show our daughters that in particular, because because as a society, we don't do a very good job, and through marketing and, and all of that, of raising them to know and assure them that they can be anything they want. I mean, if you go to a playground, you know this with a five-year-old or six-year-old girl, they're loud, they're messy, they're bold and brave. And, yeah. and to walk up to them and say, see, you can be anything you want. They'd be like, what, what are you talking about? I already know that. <laughs> like, what do you, what do you, what do you, right. <laughs> you get one of those looks before they ran away and rolled their eyes. Right. And so in Kazoo, I want that all to be a matter of fact, this is the world, you know, this is the world we're helping carve out for you. Um, because it, it is more difficult to find a woman engineer. Only 11% of practicing engineers are women. Um, the statistics, when you look at the world, are pretty stark for women. Um, still, we've had yeah. one female director win an Oscar, and, and we have all of this um, coverage about Wonder Woman, which is amazing, but I wish it wasn't so special because we had a one woman superhero and one woman director, you know, <laughs> I know. Like, we should be bored with this story by now, but we're not because it is so um, still surprising to this day. Right. Um, and so I think it's important to still carve out that space for girls because they don't have it anywhere else. I mean, even in children's books, yeah. boys are twice as likely as girls to appear in the title of the book and 1.6 times more likely to be the central character. Because in children's books, that's what we're giving to them. I mean, there's just this absence of... Normalcy. Of, yes. <laughs> right, of, the, of, of this being a normal thing for them to see. And I, I have to say that that's definitely one of the things I also try and present to 
my son is mm-hmm. that it is normal to see women in all these roles. There is great importance in this magazine for my daughter, but mm-hmm. as well as for my son. To, yeah. I mean, because we have no problem. Girls, roll with it. Read all this stuff about dudes. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, we welcome boys to read Kazoo. It would be amazing. I would love to have as many boys as possible read to Kazoo, and it would be good for them to see all of these strong, powerful women role models. And you're right. Like, we roll with it. My daughter has read every book in the Captain Underpants. Yeah, same here. Every single one. Absolutely. The only girls in that book are evil teachers or lunch ladies from space. They're all bad guys. <laughs> Right. There's not a single girl protagonist in the entire, you know, 30,000 book series. Right. <laughs> um, so, and we, we don't say, well, this book, you know, girls shouldn't read this, or can da- can my daughter read this? It's just, no, you read it. You have, you're just going to have to put yourself in the story. You're going to have to look for the girls. SpongeBob. My daughter loves SpongeBob. There's one girl on the whole show, Sandy Squirrel. Right. She's awesome, but sh- that's it. Yeah. She's the only one. So... Um, I think it. I think it's important to to give girls something where they're the they're the protagonist, they're the star of the show, and they look out into the world and they see every possibility in front of them, not just princesses. So I, agreement all around, and I, I just it's I, I'm so excited about the magazine, and especially as a mother of a, a son and a daughter. I agree. You know, like I'm a we're all big believers around here of like. Hey, you want your son, you want, you want men to be, I mean, it goes back to the whole family leave. Mm-hmm. You want dads to take time off and feel comfortable doing it, then mm-hmm. let them be dads. Give them the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's, if we mirror that only certain roles can be done by certain, you know, genders, mm-hmm. then how are we ever going to get the change that we want in the world as women to have you know what I mean? Like I just exactly. it's insane. Uh, but I want to actually end on the story of the name because I really like why you named it Kazoo, and I think it actually ties in really well to what we were just saying. Yeah. So it's funny when you name a magazine, you start looking at everything around it. We spent weeks like, what should we call it? It has to be right. What should we call it? And you start, you know, you're like stapler. No, not stapler. Like whatever's in front of you, dog. No, not dog. Like you just start attaching. You just say every noun out loud. <laughs> it works. Um, but then actually, Ellie had a kazoo in her room, like an old tin kazoo, and I was like, okay, you know that. That's cool. That's like, it's classic. It's fun. And the beauty of the kazoo is that anybody can play it. If you can breathe, you can play a kazoo. You can make this loud, happy sound. And I want girls to feel the same way about their own voices. They already have everything that they need to, to use their voice, to be loud and to be powerful and to, and to make, you know, uh, to make happiness and joy in the world for themselves and others. And so that's where the the name Kazoo uh, came from. Our tagline is a magazine for girls who aren't afraid to make some noise. We call our readers our noisemakers. We hashtag everything, make some noise. We want them to be loud and go out there and, and get what they want. Awesome. I just think that's such a great idea for a name. So, uh, Guys, we're going to make sure that we connect everybody with how you can get a subscription to Kazoo Magazine. Erin, thank you for creating this and taking on the responsibility for creating it and answering the question that you that you put out to the universe. Uh, and yeah, thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. It was really fun. Absolutely. Same here. We'll talk right. to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.
Hey, readers! All of you bookworms, comic geeks, library junkies, literary fiction lovers, bibliophiles, and nerds. Want to get more out of your reading life? Listen to Reading Glasses. I'm Bria Grant. And I'm Mallory O'Mara. We want to help you read better. Join us every Thursday on Maximum Fun's new podcast while we talk about book culture and solve your reader problems. Reading Glasses will teach you how to vanquish your to-be-read pile, connect with other readers, and get more reading into your busy day. No matter what you read or how you read it, we'll We'll help you do it better. (laughs) That's cute. Hello, Internet. I'm your husband host, Travis McElroy. And I'm your wife host, Teresa McElroy. And together we present Schmanners. It's extraordinary etiquette. For ordinary occasions. We explain the historical significance of everyday etiquette topics, then answer your questions relating to modern life. So join us weekly on MaximumFun.org or wherever podcasts are found. No RSVP required. Check out Schmanners. Schmanners, Schmanners. Get it? That was great so great it's so uh, yeah it's a really wonderful match and it is needed yeah you know i mean it really is and i like the idea of it's actually really hard to find something that i can give to both of my kids that presents the world as i hope they see it Mm -hmm. right as they as i hope them to see yes anyway and i just kudos to her for pulling that together with a six and two year old uh, around you know what i mean like that's all a good job. Yes. Excellent job. You know who's also doing a good job? A mom having a breakdown. I oh, bet yeah. I bet that mom's got some kids around too. I think so. <laughs> Hi, one dead mother. I'm not sure if this is a fail or a rant or just a combo. But I feel like I failed my son today. I was just trying to teach him he's twelve. Do not yell at his eight-year-old sister, who's also just trying to do a good job. Just literally started over cleaning a plate. And, and it ended with, like, 20 minutes of me trying to explain why that's not okay. Don't scream at your sister. And I tried so hard to explain to him that I know how kind he is and how patient he is with everybody else in his life. And so I just need a little of that at home, too. And instead, I just sent him to school being so upset. And now it's a bad day. It's all my fault. And it's just the worst. Oh. This is fucking hard, guys. I just wanted him to be nice. And he is so nice all the time. I just want him to also be nice to his sister sometimes. Thank you. Your guys' show is awesome. And thanks for listening. Okay. This is a real thing. Yeah. And first off, you actually are doing a remarkable job. Yeah, you are. I, you know, like what this triggered for me is that like you step in, and we kind of talked about this some with sibling fighting the other week. Mm-hmm. You step in, and and it doesn't necessarily make it better per se, yeah. or 
you have no control over how your kids are going to feel about it. Right? right. I mean, like you've got older kids now. You stepped in and you it sounds to me like you said all the right things to your son. Mm-hmm. OK. Now you have no control over if he's still going to be bent out of shape about it. Right. And it could be that he's been out of shape about something else. Right. But the guilt of him then going to school being miserable, no one wants their kid to be miserable and sad and upset. That's that's a lot you're taking on. Yeah, and it's always it always feels worse yeah. like after they leave right. school or like if you get upset and then they go to bed or something. Yeah. Like you always feel bad. I always feel yeah. bad after. Like after they're gone, I'm like, oh, I wish I could go back and do that again. How or could I have made that different? And why did I? Yeah. And then you're like kind of stuck with that feeling during yeah. the day, you know, because you're not going to see them for a few hours. And that's really hard. And and don't like be nice to yourself because it's yeah. Like you said, Biz, it's you don't know what's going on with your son necessarily. And it might just be that it, it just, he needs even some space or something to like let it set in or process. Maybe he's just having a shitty fucking day. Yeah. Right? Like, and it's, and we want them to be happy. I mean, we want them to be happy, not happy for us, but I mean, like, happy. Right. We want them to be yeah. happy and not upset. And as they get older, they just start getting unhappy for reasons that yeah. are beyond us. Yeah. There's and, a lot of, a lot of this is out of our control. Yeah. For sure. But yeah. it doesn't mean we, that makes it any better. You know what it also makes me think of when you were talking about that was like, you know, the first couple of the first time you're taking your kid to school or preschool or daycare yeah. or whatever, and they scream and cry yeah. and you have to leave. Yep. And then you spend all day feeling like you've ruined them yeah. for life. And feeling like they must be having such a hard time. And they're fine. Yeah, and they're fine. And they're fine. Yeah. But it doesn't take away that like yeah. you we do feel like we should be able to fix it all right all the time right and that is a big burden it's a burden and it's also not necessarily what we like our kids right. have to feel bad sometimes yeah, like that's we're right. all we all have to feel some pain sometimes yeah. or be upset sometimes and like when we're working out a conflict with a family member that is a primary time of like feeling that pain and that sucks but yeah. like you can't just we don't want to just make that pain magically go away. Like we need to like work the stuff out and you're giving your son an opportunity to do that. Yeah. You're, you're doing a remarkable job. Yeah, you really are. It just feels bad sometimes feels bad. Yeah. when we do that the work. work. Yes. <laughs> yes. Which, which is not at all rewarding. No. It's so much work. It is so much And like work. 90% of it doesn't feel great. I know. We should go get some self-care. <laughs> Look, you're doing a remarkable job. Yeah, you are. You really are. And it's really hard. Yes. And you are correct that it is really hard. Yes. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry, too. But you're doing great. Yes. Golly, you are. Teresa, what did we learn today? We learned that life's greatest mystery, the most unanswerable question out there, is apparently, how do you get some self-care up in here? What will it take for me to give myself some proper self-care? And I'm disappointed we don't have an answer. But I do think a lot of it ties back to permission, Mm -hmm. right? A little bit of permission and a little bit of forgiveness. It's almost like we may be making a mistake at working hard on 
judging self-care and, mm-hmm. and putting a label on it like it's walking, it's sewing, it's a class, as opposed to putting this label on it, which is self-forgiveness, giving myself permission to want to do things. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like the self-care may be inherently in how we are talking and viewing ourselves. Yes. Right? Like Absolutely. We can't go make a commitment to doing something for ourselves. That's why the little yeah. ones are so easy. Yeah. Because you don't need much to do them. Yeah. Right? The bigger ones, that does require juggling. It does require breaking habits that have been established after having kids and routines and roles and, well, this is what I get and this is what you get and I'll do it after I take care of this and my child comes first and, you know, my partner works hard and, you know, right? Like there are, the self-care may be hidden in that. Mm. You know what I mean? And then if we can sort of take care of ourselves that way, the rest of it might might be easier to get to. Definitely. Think? I think you're exactly right. I yeah. Don't know. That sounds good. But even <laughs> if okay, so but even if we're like like let's give ourselves baby steps. Right. Even if we're not there yet as far as like I'm gonna get a sitter and do this right. class once a week or something. Even if we can just start getting in that frame of mind that like I'm taking care of myself emotionally. Yeah. And like taking care of my emotional needs and not feeling guilty for what I'm thinking or what I'm doing. Right. That is that's gonna go a long way. I think so. And that I feel like that's gonna like get us in the right direction. Yeah, I really do. I, I feel like I think you're right. I think I'm right. You're right. We're both great. We're great. We're great people. We're being really good to We're ourselves. We're being really good to ourselves. This was a great show today. Oh my gosh. Everybody's going to love people this. People are gonna show. really find some takeaways in this. <laughs> oh god. Life changing. Oh, I hate this. Oh, you know, it will be interesting. Maybe that's the the show arc. Mm-hmm. And like 20 years from now, mm-hmm. when we end this show, yeah. it'll the the like Sam and Diane moment, the like whatever, yeah. is us doing some self-care. Yeah. Depressing. I'm going to try and do it do sooner it before than that? 20 years. Or, well, maybe yeah. you almost, almost fall in love, but then maybe it doesn't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. did Will he, they didn't they? Will they, won't they? Yeah. Will they or won't they have self-care this year, guys? <laughs> Will Biz play her fucking banjo? <laughs> guys, oh, speaking of playing the banjo, not at all, but we finally did a thing that yeah. you guys have been asking for and yeah, we've been yeah. wanting to do. Yeah. One bad mother... Car magnets, guys, in the Topatico shop. Oh, man. Slap it on. Find your one bad mother in the wild. MaxFunStore.com. That's right. That's where you're going to find it. So we get your T-shirts, your onesies, your mugs. And now... Your one bad mother car magnet. I'm pretty excited. I'm going to stick one on. It looks... I'm excited. Yeah. You guys will like it. I hope. Uh, You get two-pack. Two-pack. You get two. One for you and one for a friend. That's right. Or one for you, one for your partner. Or you could just be like, it used to be like at the beach, like shitty spring break trips where you go Mm -hmm. get a bunch of like Senior Frog bumper stickers and slap slap them on everybody's car Mm -hmm. late at night when everybody's in the parking lot. And then you wake up and you apparently go to Senior Frogs a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Panama City. Okay, guys. 
You're all doing a great job. Yeah, you guys are. You really are. Yes. Whether you are doing little things for yourself that make you feel good, whether you have uh, mastered some self-care in some other level and are doing big things, whether you are just like us and slowly chipping away at the things that are preventing us from even considering self-care, wherever you are on that spectrum, good job. Yeah, good job. That is really remarkable. Yeah. All of you. Keep at it. Keep do it. Chip Keep trying. Away. Chip away. We're getting really good at we it. We are getting really good at all of the things. <laughs> Teresa? Yes. You are doing a great job. Thanks, Biz. So are you. Thank you, guys. Next week, we're going to take a little self-care and take a week off. Okay? Yeah. So we will not talk to you guys next week, but we will talk to you the week after that. Bye. I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. You know that right. We'd like to thank Max Fun, Lindsay Pavlis, our engineer, our husbands, Stefan Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, visit MaximumFun.org and click on Donate. Do you have a genius or fail moment you'd like to share on the show? Then leave us a message at 206-350-9485. Full-on rage-induced rants are also welcome. Well, Daddy, baby, bustin' by, not low down mama blue. Oh, said Daddy, baby, bustin' by, not low down mama blue. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.